You're listening to the PK Experience Podcast. My name is Peter King. I'm the host of the show, and I'm going to keep this introduction very short and sweet. I've got Brian Scrone with me today. He is a real estate investor and author and trainer, um, all around great guy. He's got a really fascinating story from, you know, really just uh, sort of hitting rock bottom to building his life back up. And today he lives with his beautiful family down in St. Augustine, Florida. And uh, I'm excited to share this interview with you today. So here we are with Brian Scrone. All right. I am with Brian Scrone. Thank you so much for joining me today, Brian. Appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me. So uh, for the listeners that don't know who you are, give uh, give a little bit of background so they know sort of how you've been dominating in the world because you've been, you've been up to some cool stuff lately. Oh, thanks. Well, I don't know about dom- dominating anything, but um, definitely feel uh, you know blessed and humble to uh, have the quality of life that we have here in, in beautiful Florida where I'm raising my family. So I, my background is I grew up uh, middle class, New Jersey home, lots of love, big family, surrounded by friends, Italian, Sicilian, Irish uh, background. So, uh, you know, lots of co- more cousins than you could count. Um, and yeah, I don't have any complaints about my childhood. I, I never, you know, had a uh, never had to worry about where my next meal was coming from or shelter or who was going to love me. Um, and that, and that was all great, but something snapped to me when I was 13, which I have talked with, talked with you about and have talked a lot about. Um, and I just, for whatever reason, I, I like to blame it on hormones, but it was just a, a very narcissistic time in my life. And I just went off the rails there for, from about 13 till I was about 23, 24 of a really, really dark time in my life. And, um, you know, looking back on it, I don't regret any of it. I honestly, I wouldn't change anything. Um, because it's, it's made me who I am today. And I know that sounds cliche, but you know, there's, there's so much, so many gifts that have come out of, uh, you know, some of the turmoil that I, I decided to put myself through. Yeah. I, I know you said that you don't really know what it was, but do you, do you feel like maybe it was just, I mean, obviously, uh, testosterone flowing through your veins probably, you know, fueled some of it, but was it just wanting to shake things up a little bit, find out what you're made of, you know, did you were you rebelling at that time? What what was it that kind of sent you on that path? Yeah, you know, I've done a lot of thinking about it, and I haven't put my finger on it just to be transparent. But I do know that being raised in a Catholic, pretty dogmatic upbringing, where there was a lot of fear and guilt, um, and this is not to beat up Catholicism. I think there's a lot of a beauty in that. Um, my father being a deacon in the Catholic Church, it was a big part of my upbringing. Right? I remember I remember sitting on Sunday in the back of the church and just being riddled with fear about like, I actually, I remember there was these huge pipes that the, the organ music would come out of at the back of the altar. And I remember just thinking for some reason, like if I ever got the chance to go back behind that, I would actually meet the devil and, and experience what hell was like and sort of random stuff for a eight, 10 year old to be thinking in their brains. And fairly intense. Wow. It was pretty, <laughs> yeah, it was pretty intense. And, um, it, 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 uh, I didn't have any like traumatic experience or I didn't have like a horrible experience with a priest or something like that. Um, I just, I took the messaging and, um, it did not agree with my spirit 
And I think when I turned 13 and those hormones started kicking in and there's all this physiological stuff going on, and I was exposed to new people, new girls, uh, you know, a much bigger school when I went into high school, um, that I just didn't have the maturity level to handle it. And I just said, fuck it, I'm, this is my big fuck you to the church. And, right. Um, I'm going to do whatever I want, whenever I want, and it's all about me. And um, obviously, that didn't—that's not sustainable. <laughs> well, I mean, that does actually really explain what you were pushing away from, what you were rebelling against. And I could see at that age, if you know, if you put up really tight parameters in a box around a 13, 14, 15 year old boy who's flooded with testosterone that wants to find himself and, and find out what he's made of, uh, that can be a recipe for uh, explosivity. Uh, ex, ex, explo- what's the word I'm looking for? Ex- an, an explosion is what I'm trying to get. Anyway. Uh, ra- yeah, rage and trouble is how I would describe it. But, uh, you know, the, the details aren't important. I mean, I can sum it up in a couple sentences. I mean, you know, drugs and heavy drinking and selling drugs and all culminated with a couple of abortions with a couple of young ladies. Oh, in a six month time frame, when I was 21 years old, living far away from family and friends and didn't really have a good support system. And that was my, you know, the, that quote unquote rock bottom, um, where I just, I went into a tailspin of really dark depression and asking myself, do I deserve to, you know, to be on this planet? I mean, you know, again, tying back to the upbringing and the Catholicism, like Catholicism, Christianity and abortion do not mesh and they do not go hand in hand. Not exactly. No. And so I was telling myself, you know, you're, you're, you are evil. Um, and you've brought a lot of harm into this world. And, and that's a story I told myself for a couple of years and I, I wallowed in shit. And then when I turned, I believe I was 23 years old. Um, I moved to a place called Santa Barbara. I got out of Arizona where I was living, where all this chaos was going on. I was getting arrested and selling drugs for a living and <clears throat> How much time did you do? Um, oh, I was always just in and out. I mean, like, like I was signing myself out usually within 24 hours or 48 hours. Um, it wasn't really radical stuff, like fighting in the street, you know, selling pot, smoking pot, drinking, just acting like an idiot, you know. And were you still living at home, or were you on your own? Or uh, first time I got arrested was when I was 13 for stealing a car and drunk driving a car when I'm 13. So uh-huh. I got arrested a bunch in New Jersey under my parents' roof. So they were aware of some of that chaos. Um, but the thing I really struggled with was these abortions and they were completely unaware of that until about three years ago, which is crazy to think <laughs> about. Right? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, okay. So you moved to California. Yeah. So Left- what, what was the, what was the actual rock bottom for you? When, when were you like, okay, this is, I've got to change this. Was there something that happened or just that second call from that young lady to tell me that uh, she's pregnant with my child after I just went through it a couple months previous with a completely unrelated relationship and another girl. Um, You know, I thought that was my rock bottom getting a call like that. You can imagine being 21 years old and, you know, don't know, don't have any resources, any means to cope. And a a woman that I'm not even, you know, it was a, uh, a girl that I had broken up with a few months ago. She moved back to Chicago and picked up the phone and called me. This is, you know, before cell phones, so we're, we're dating ourselves here. But, you know, the old landline phone call, and my roommate hands me the phone and says, hey, it's, you know, this young lady, um, and she 
drop that on me. And it just, I remember just being completely overcome with fear and anxiety. So we moved forward with an abortion. Um, I just continued to numb myself, was heavy into drinking and drugging and going out, you know, eight nights a week to numb myself. Uh, fast forward a few eight months. Nights a week. <laughs> <laughs> you got to be on a, on a little bit of a bend to do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was full, full on. I don't, uh, I, sometimes I, I question how I made it through, but um, fast forward a couple months, I am at a music concert, a music festival in Boulder, Colorado with some friends at a one night stand with a young lady. I got a call from her like, you know, a couple months later that she's pregnant with my child. So it was just that, that was the, to answer your question, like, you know, what, what was the rock bottom? That second call from that young lady telling me that she's now pregnant with another child. Yeah. Um, you know, these are women that I'm not in love with. I'm a selfish little 21 year old prick that just, all I cared about was myself at that time. Mm -hmm. um, but it took its toll on me. I mean, I was conscious enough to know that um, these abortions were taking the lives of potential life, and that didn't sit well with me. Um, and now, looking back on that as an adult and a father, I have you've met my sons. I'm now a father of two beautiful young boys, and I have a beautiful, loving wife. Um, that was a gift. Um, those abortions were... I, I want to write a book actually. I, I, I have one out that you're familiar with. And yes. the next book in me is going to be called The Gift of Abortion. Um, I see it uh, in helping a lot of people. And I know that that title is pretty racy, but I can speak from experience that it, 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 was, it was a crisis when I was going through it. No arguing that. <clears throat> Looking back on it, it's one of the greatest gifts that I've ever had. I had a priest that I reached out to, oddly enough, of all people. And um, I didn't reach out to him. It was completely impromptu. I initiated the conversation, but I'm going up the hill in Santa Barbara on a, s a Sunday, and I tell this story in the, 